This podcast is brought to you by Legacy Power. Gain insight from speakers around the country in essential areas of our lives. Each episode will cover various topics on productivity, family and friend relationships, physical and mental well-being, finance, leadership, and overall self-help. We've got a couple special, special guests today in the studio here at Legacy Corporate. Bry and Seth, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, dude. Thank you for having us. We're looking forward to it. This is something I've been really looking forward to ever since you guys have, have uh, figured out how to crack the solar code. Um, we're going to focus on the, the solar code today and what that mystical creature, uh, how, how to kill it, how to crack the code. How to slay it. Yeah, we need to, we need to be able to, to share the wealth of wisdom that you guys have acquired over the last, well, let's, let's share some fun facts. Since you guys came, um, you guys came over from the alarm industry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I came over from the alarm industry myself about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Glad I switched. Yeah. <laughs> it's wow. fun. I mean, I'm so happy about how alarms, you know, gave me all the, the tools and, and instruments on how to, how to make money and how to go out there and eat Maybe what you kill. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's, it was good for what it was, but. Glad to be out of it. Oh man, yeah. huge! Upgrade. Do you guys miss it? No, never. There, there are things that I miss about alarms for sure. Um, yeah, but the, I could never ever go back. Like if solar disappeared tomorrow, we've talked about this. I don't think either one of us could do alarms again. We're yeah, like spoiled by solar now. Spoiled. What would you do if solar went away? What would you? Not that it will, but <laughs> if that if that were to happen. I don't know what we talked about. Real estate or something? Sell drugs or real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you make this kind of money. Roofs? Uh, no. Yeah, the margins are, are too small in roofs and it seems... Luxury cars. Yeah. Private jets. That's that's awesome. <laughs> well, some, some fun facts. Um, you guys joined us mid to end September, or sorry, mid to mid July of 2019. So mm-hmm. last year. So it's been nine months ish, yeah. close to eight nine months. Yeah, um, you guys average what eight to ten installs a week yeah. together. Yeah. Um, and I want to understand kind of that partnership and how that works for you too in a minute. But um, but first let's let's talk about your story. Uh, you guys came on board mid July last year. Didn't get your first install for. Two months, yeah, three months, like almost ninety days. Yeah. So it was a it was a while. It was pretty brutal at first. Yeah. What was that period like for you guys? Um. So it took me four and a half months to get my first geez. install. <laughs> it was in Cali, long yes. time ago. Times yeah. have changed. We get installs quicker now. But how was that? How was that time for you? I would say a lot of self like actualization, just consistent and continuous, always moving forward because. You get a lot of the naysayers and the wife and the people you talk to that are like, man, I told you not to. You know, it's just like you don't see the money for a while. But right. arbitrarily, you're making this massive amount of income. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to focus on that. Like it's, it's yeah. going to come. It's going to drop. It's going to be here. Yeah. You know, and we call it the difference of generating income versus earned income. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you kind of have to trust that. Theoretical yeah. income is what we call it. Yeah. First, theoretically, we've made six figures already. <laughs> it's digital. Yeah. yeah. It's in the air. Yeah. It's like cryptocurrency. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. So, 
uh, it took you a few months to get it going. That first install hit. Um, from then, it's just been a rocket ship. Yes. Yeah. You guys have earned a million dollars. Literally earned in your bank accounts a yeah. million dollars since you've been here. Yeah. Just hearing that though. It, that is insane. Yeah. yeah. No know. one's ever. No one's ever done it that fast. Yeah. yeah it's been, the, I think it's been pretty crazy. The things we've been able to do in such a short period of time has been life-altering in a positive way. Yeah. Um, just, I couldn't imagine why I waited so long to go to solar. I know Seth probably feels the same. Yeah. You know? Yep. So I remember, <laughs> you, you know, security industry is pretty crazy and, and a lot of drama and heartache and pain and, and doing yep. it as long as we have. Um there's a there's a moment like maybe the third or fourth week we were getting installs and we're having these, you know, fifty, sixty, eighty, ninety thousand dollar weekly checks, and Brian and I have just come off a pretty rough patch from security, like a lot of things going wrong and drama and friends screwing people over. I just I remember looking at Brian in in the truck as we're heading out to area and I was like, dude, I think we're in the process of catching a break right now. Like, yeah. I think things are working out. This is going well. I think everyone's happy, and this is good. And like we were super blown away because we'd just come off like an 18-month straight super hard yeah. patch. So you're just being dragged through the coals. Yeah, yeah. And then this hits. That must have been a pretty amazing moment for yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget the way I felt in that moment, dude. Seeing the deposits hit and this theoretical money enter our accounts and it's real money it's real money and then it's and it's like not baby money it's it's money money it's you know it's the kind of money that you know you, allows you to buy the house of your dreams in less than four months you know, and you so, did and, and you yeah did. that's one you, of the, you just moved into your your new home yeah. right yeah there, down was, in vegas yeah because I, I congrats man that's thank awesome you. thank you thank you i one of the things like I wanted to do is when I bought my first home and I've, I've made a lot of money for a long time, not this kind of money, but good money. I wanted to buy the house after the house. That was the first house. I wanted to buy the third house on that rung. You know, I didn't want to just get a starter home and that's not easy because proving when you're in direct sales, proving that you make what you make when you work off commission to a bank. So they give you a half a million or seven, you know, like it doesn't yeah. happen easily. No. So got to be some history there. Yeah. Some W2s usually yeah. is that what they want or a massive amount of cash. Yeah. yeah. So walk us through that uh that initial phase of the learning curve. Okay. So you understand alarms obviously both of you guys sold, right? Yeah. You figured it out. Like what was one of your top years in alarms? Personal sales yeah. and team. Team both it's personal uh, 300 plus most years for me and team was generally 2500 plus yeah. okay i was a little Seth is i'm good he was better so i was like 200 account rep typically and in great security in security <laughs> do you know that's so funny is that i remember starting my alarm days back in 2006 yeah. if you had 100 accounts you were an absolute beast yeah do you remember that yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and i was like yeah 100 accounts that's when i you know hung my hat on that first year yeah. um but people nowadays, they are doing so many yeah. accounts in a year. Insane. So walk us through that learning curve of going from something that you knew, something that yeah. you were familiar with, you were sleep. comfortable, you subconsciously just 
knew it. You yeah. were competent enough to just do it in your sleep. How did that, how long did that take you to really feel like you grasped solar? I'll be honest with you. I think that if you come from a direct sales security aspect, I don't know how you feel about it, Seth. I don't know if it was a learning curve as much of a, a learning just sprint because you just threw yourselves into it. That's it. And we started with what we knew. We, we knocked doors of customers that yep. had alarms already because we know they buy from door to door. Yep. And we just struck up a conversation and said, hey, go grab, go grab a power bill. Didn't know what we were doing, but somehow solar is just logical. It's yeah. so logical. It makes so much sense that if you get a smart consumer in front of you and they're going to listen, they're going to do it. Yeah. That's the difference between solar and security or solar and pests or solar and anything else. Yeah. And I, I don't want this to be um, come work in solar because it's better type of a, of a podcast or anything, but I do want you to share with that 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 how that experience went from you of learning new things because I know a lot of people in our audience are are familiar with what they know, right? They yeah. they get it, but going to a new um, industry or a new product scary. can sometimes be scary. Sure. How do we overcome that fear? How did you guys overcome that? Just you just got to it. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, we, we both had comfortable livings in security. Security was, was good for many, many years. Um, and so it was scary to make a change. Um, I think the wake-up call for me was watching people who I had competed directly against in security and just obliterated year after year go to solar and make more money than me. That, 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 as soon as I started seeing that, it's like, no, you can't, you, you can't beat me. So I, no, I'm going to try it. Um, part of it was pride then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My Some ego. Hell with that. No, I'm in. <laughs> so we, we decided to give it a shot. I think, um, as far as the learning curve goes, um, I don't think we had a big learning curve as far as the doors or getting people to say yes or building rapport because, you know, you knock doors for so long that that part's easy. I think our learning came from the weeks and weeks after figuring out how to get jobs to install and then knocking some doors where you get some more complicated questions that you don't know how to answer and you got to step out and call someone that knows the answer to the question. Right. Um, as far as getting the sale, that's, in my opinion, one of the easy parts. As long as you put in the hours, the sales are going to follow. It's a logical that's, sale. That's probably where the learning curve comes from. As it's that's what's going to make or break your learning curve is how many hours you put on the doors. We were knocking 60, 70, sometimes 80 hours a week when we first started. Now we average about 60 a week, and we don't have to. It's not like you know, like the money we're making, we could easily slow down and work less hours and take more days off. Um, but we don't. If it's we awesome. can work, we work, and that eliminates a learning curve because instead of taking 30 hours to figure out if this is working, yeah. you know, over three and a half months, absolutely, most people do. Yes. We figured it out in the first week. You crunched all that learning into a smaller time frame because Bingo. of the sheer hours that you worked. Bingo. So yeah. can, can anyone do this? Um, you know, when I say this, I mean, figure out that sale, the, the sales process, mm -hmm. the product, the company, like the knowledge needed to, to create the sale, to create the value there that will create a sale. Can anyone do what you guys do? On the level that we do it? Yeah. Um, I think that... Can? I think that it's possible. 
Um, I think that it requires some talent in addition to hard work. Um, but I think anyone that's willing to put in the hours is going to be able to provide for their families and themselves in a way that they, they never would have you know, thought awesome. possible. And you've got to be willing to put it all on the line. Because if you want to perform at the level that we've been able to perform at in such a short period of time, we, 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 we literally were all in, all of our money, all of our everything we could possibly do to make sure this worked, we did it. We burned our boats. And if you're not willing to do that, then just, just expect it to not be, you have, if you have a fallback, you're going to fall back. If you go back to the, to, to, the, to the water and there's just water to your shoulders, and if you don't go, if you don't go forward and win, you're dead, then you're going to win. That's, that's literally the, yeah. <laughs> how Burn Your Boats works. So, I don't know, I think that's a two-part question in a way. It's, yes, you can do it, but are you willing to? If you could boil it down to just a couple things that you have to do to, to operate at a high level, okay. what would they be? What do you think? Uh, total hours worked would be the first thing. I think that's anytime a rep comes to us and they're having a hard time. Yeah. How many hours? Did that's you the work first question week? that you ask when you have a struggling rep. Every single time. If you didn't work at least 40 hours, come talk to me when you have. Until then, let's not worry about it. Amazing. Um, I love that so much. The, the second thing is. Positive. Manage, yeah, but manage your 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 positive mental attitude. Like you yep. need to stay in a place where people want you around them. Uh, people want to invite you into their home and they want to spend time with you. Yep, that's door to door one on one. If you can't keep yourself in a positive headspace during the day, it's not going to work. And I, I think the third most important thing is put systems and processes in place to manage yourself to keep you effective and keep you working. Schedule your time off weeks in advance the same way you would at any other job so that you're not impulsively waking up and saying, should I go to the park today or should I go outdoors today? It's that, a job. Show up for your damn shift. That is incredible. I mean, think about think about a normal job. You do have to do that. Yeah. That's something that we've never really thought about it as Debbie or as 1099 is like clocking in, clocking out, yeah. taking the emotion out of it. Yeah. That is such... A brilliant yeah. idea. That's yeah. managing yourself, clocking in, taking the emotion out of it, schedule yourself off three weeks in advance. That's mm -hmm. you do that. Absolutely. You schedule yourself off. Yeah, hundred percent of the time. ahead of time like yeah. that. And we, because we're accountable to only each other. I mean, because we are, you know, we're in charge of where we're at, correct? So yeah, we go to the other person, and it's almost like we're asking in a way. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if we've ever told each other no, but we both have. Yeah, we actually have. You're right. And, we'll and if it's, you know, like really, it's egregious. Like it's too much time. Or, and so you, it make it puts you in a position where if, if you are accountable to something and someone, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be much more successful, right? Yeah. You have to be. You have no choice. So. And I think that scales down to your minutes and your, your hours, your days on doors in every way. Like your, your breaks need to be planned ahead we just have a lunch break and that's it there shouldn't be whatever you need though if you need three breaks a day just plan it ahead so yeah. that you're not impulsively taking time away from doors that the time on doors should be sacred your your loved ones the people close to you should know that this is where you're working people don't talk on the phone while they're at work people don't mess around on social media while they're at work it's a job and so you should show up and treat it like a job and then 
the time that you're away from your family, at least you're using that time effectively. Yeah, it's valuable. Yes, you're playing full out when yeah, you're yeah. doing the certain things. And you know, I think a big mistake people make is they work less hours to have more time to do what they want to do. Uh-huh. We have found a way to do something in the middle of the day that is what we want to do. And so there's something to look forward to midway through the day. Yeah, a little break. Right? And for us, we, we, we go somewhere and eat different every day for lunch. You know, and, it's, and sometimes it's nice, sometimes it's quick, whatever, but yep. depends on our schedule. But we, I look forward to our break, and I want to have a deal before our break, yeah. right? Seth feels the same way. End of the day, go home to your family. So I have we have things we're looking forward to, keeps us motivated and pushing and inspired to action. That's great. Will you will you guys go over your your mindset behind the, the partnership? Like you've talked about accountability a lot of times here. You've talked about being, you know, taking the emotion out of it. How does that I think we have people in the audience that at least know who you are, um, wonder the same thing of like how does sure. Brian and Seth work together? <laughs> And how does that partnership work? Because not just the relationship point of it, but how do you, how do you use each other to propel your business forward? Because if I'm looking at it this by myself, if I'm working by myself, I'm like, sometimes I can listen to my emotions. Yeah. I can sometimes take this little break and I don't have anybody else to, to be accountable to other than myself. And that's... That's lying to myself, but sure. how do you use your partnership to propel your business? So step one that I would say I think both of us would agree um, is trust, right? Is, yeah. I think that's just it. You need to have the most perfect trust where I could access any of my bank accounts at any point in time, my security system, my camera, like anything in my life. Apple ID. That's you have extremely high level of trust. That's not normal. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's taken years to do. You develop. have his Apple ID. That's crazy. He does. <laughs> uh, but once you have that, that part trust, joke, actually. <laughs> the, the other, the other, the other things can kind of fall into place on their own. Um, yeah, I believe that too. Keeping in mind that you need to generate double the income in order for the relationship and the way that you're doing it to make sense, right? Yep. Um, but I think that once you have those things in line, you you know that you're going to be working hard enough and putting the hours in to double the income. You know that you can lean on your partner and he can transfer money out of the bank account without me looking at it and not have to worry about it. Yep. Then you get all the benefits. And there is a huge stack of benefits that comes from... Uh, working with someone else that's a high-level performer. But I think that's just it. You have to understand it's not our... We are both equally motivated people. The problem, I think, with finding a partnership like ours that can work is you have to... It has to be someone who's same... You know, they're equal-minded as you. They're both... You both want what you want, and you want it badly enough to where... When one person's being weak, the other one can be strong. If you're, if one person's carrying the weight, that's not a partnership. And so you need to make sure you don't make a decision based on this is my buddy, but I I want a Gulfstream and he wants a you know I don't know what's a cheap car Ford or something right yeah and, you know like we we both want the Gulfstream yeah you know what I mean yep so do you guys have a prenup just in case or. No, no I'm <laughs> he asked me to sign one, and I told him no. Told him no. Yeah, be love from the heart. That's awesome. What's your schedule like together? Do you work side by side out there? Do you knock doors together? Do you close together? 
do you ever separate to like, obviously there's probably maybe a problem with your install, right? That you might have to address. Like who goes out to take care of that? Is there yeah, an administrative we, role? Is there like a sales role? Kind of how does that, I'd say, for how do you guys divide and conquer? For sales, we're 98% always together. There are times where like I need to, you know, it's nine o'clock, so I need to head home. And Seth's like, I gotta get this doc signed, he'll run out and handle it. Or there might be cool. times where he's out of town recruiting, right? And I need to just keep us moving and work with new guys or train or something. And so that happens pretty rarely. We're pretty much together 90% of the time um, or more <clears throat> as far as sales go. And our hours are, right now, it's not summer, so 9.30 to dark, right? When it gets darker later, probably closer to 10.30 to dark. Yep. We take an hour lunch break in the middle. Yeah, That's you have your guy. mornings to kind of do your thing, yeah. personal time. Yeah, drop kids off. And do yep, that, so. schools. And you guys have kids in school? I do. Right yeah. yeah, that's that's good. It's good to be with them, and you know one thing one thing I love about um, going year round is the fact that you have now that flexibility yeah, to kind great. of have that touch point in the morning, and yeah. you're not putting out fires all the time. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, if I have to run home and pick up a sick kid, and, yeah, you know, he can keep us moving, or if there's, we have a there's two of us. us. Yeah. yeah, there's always two of us. That that question, we we try to just play to each other's strengths. Cool. Um, you know that both have different things that we're probably a little better one than the other at and we both kind of know and so if we need to split up then whoever's more uh geared for that fire um is going to go put that fire out love it hours are the same though there yeah. I, I don't think ever once since working with bry i've ever felt like i outworked him um that, that was never it's like Brian was saying, we're just fortunate enough that somehow I met someone and, and I think he feels the same, that the goals are, are there that we just never question. Like, are mm -hmm. we going to work today? Are we going to put in all the hours? It's never a question. Yes. Yeah. The answer is always yes. Yeah. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah. Go. So, do you guys ever have conflict? Absolutely. Yeah. Fight like I, I tell players. that to everyone, too, yeah. that asks us this question. <laughs> yeah. We fight all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's usually wrong, and I'm usually right. <laughs> hey. So just yeah, sixty percent he's wrong every time. Dude, yeah. you can't have two two guys like us spend ten yeah. hours a day doing something hard and draining yeah. and emotional when you're sick. And we don't we don't take time off when we're sick. Like there's none, none of that bullshit. Um, Who's the more emotional one out of the two? Me. You're more emotional. <laughs> yeah. Bry's just stable. Bry's more even keel. Bry has better control over his temper for sure. Um, yeah. And and Bry definitely is like if there's one of us that's the glue, it's Bry. He's he's more easygoing. He's he's. I'm know. the one that loses it more frequently. Uh, I just <laughs> I, I am. But the, the thing is though. But our fights, dude. It's it's always it like five minutes. Yeah, and yeah. it's always something that whoever is wrong within five minutes can be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dude. yeah. I just mean a dick. Yeah, Sometimes sorry. it doesn't even have to. It won't even be like a fight. Sometimes we'll predict that we're doing something, like I'll predict, man, I was being kind of a jerk or something, so I'll just jump on it, you know? Yeah. Just, hey, man, I'm sorry. I was being a jerk. Just to <laughs> put a plug in into, into each of our marriages, because, I mean, I, me and my wife have talked about this a lot, is, like, how our relationship works. We've been at this for 14 years, hopefully going on a lot longer. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. 
Um, and I've, and I've talked about our, our relationship a little bit on the podcast in previous episodes, but, um, it's not, you do 50, you do 50. It's you do a hundred and you do a hundred. It's hundred percent effort. And it's that trust. You guys talked about it, hit on it a lot. It's trust. That first word that came out of your mouth is trust. That word is so important to have that cohesion in the relationship so that you know that that person's putting forth a hundred percent. It's almost like you, there is no division of responsibilities. It's exactly. just yeah. we do everything as much as we can. Yeah, and you complement each other. I have a I have a bit of a squirrel brain, you know, um, and so ADD a little bit. Or uh, I absolutely have ADHD, yeah. I, you know, and having someone there that's like okay with it and constantly like kind of pulling you back. It's what makes yep. someone efficient when you have that type of like thing going on with a million miles a minute and so I'd say he's the glue there because otherwise I'd probably be on in the next denominator and that gets how we're just we're, we're polar opposite human beings we'll yeah. joke that I'm white as hell and he's literally black yeah. so yeah. <laughs> we are you won't find two different more different people and what's funny is my wife and, and I are the same like we're just very opposite human beings of yep. each other and yes, Same that mine. causes conflict, yeah. Yeah. but most of the time, well. it lines up really well. And our yep. reps get to pick who they're more comfortable with. Yep. And, and you know. let's do a plug to the wise because I don't know oh my God, how yeah. they put up with us us the way At they all. do. They are just yeah. amazing soldiers. soldiers. Yeah. They're always always supportive of our business relationship. And, and that can be vexing, right? And then you, yeah. you're working it with someone, and then you're married to someone. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it could be conflict, but there never really seems to be conflict. So, what do you do to help foster that that support? Because that's learned, right? <laughs> I mean, that's not you don't just marry someone that is automatically like, okay, whatever, honey. Yeah. You know, supportive. That's definitely learned. I've I've seen I've seen in my own relationship. I've we've come a long ways to dial in the perfect yeah. um, fit with each other. Um, because you're gone a lot, right? Yeah, In the day, you're gone all day. Yeah. How do you guys help your wives support you? Do you do anything intentional there, or is it just you got lucky? He's been married a lot longer than me, so I have more learning to do than him. But I think that we try to switch roles mm-hmm. or having some type of argument or yeah. conversation. Give each other a break. As much as possible. Like it's, it's, she has been on the doors with me. Oh, has whole she? day. She's seen what my day is like. She knows, you know, it's, she knows how intense it can be. She understands it. it. She gets it. That was the first, that's the first step if you have any type of like conflict with your hours is, okay, well, let me show you what I have to do in order to, to get what we want out of this. Right? That's awesome. That's that and never go to sleep mad. I'm sure you heard that before. Yeah. We always work it out, whether it's four o'clock in the morning and we've had a big one. Yep. Or it's, you know. It's just oh, never go to sleep upset. Yeah, that is a key to a, I think, a happy marriage. Much wiser man taught me that. I awesome. think that eventually in life we meet who we need to meet, right? And and I think that's how I met Brian. I think that's how Brian and I found the company we're at Legacy. Um, I think and I hope and I believe that eventually things fall into place, and it's really hard until they do. Um, but I think you end up where you should end up, and I think that it's the same way with relationships that you put in the work and and. To do the dating and everything, you end up with the right person. And I feel like I just was blessed to find a woman that 
is supportive of what I want to build and has my back and is okay with me. You know, we're doing a recruiting push, and so I'm, I've traveled every week, multiple days for months now, going to meet people in states and, and try and bring managers on board. And um, and I just have a gangster wife. She's like four months pregnant. And <laughs> <laughs> keeps the house spotless. And, and How does know, she do she's it? She's just a thug. She's just a tough human being. Yeah. And, works exactly as hard as we do. And I, I think yeah. most of us have found that. Those of yep. us in door-to-door that have found some success uh, over the years have found a woman that is just as tough as we are. Yeah, we, it, it can take a toll on the relationships. I've seen I've seen door-to-door guys' relationships just tearing, torn apart. Absolutely. And uh, it's tough. I get it. We get it. We all understand it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, just to... Just to Keep that relationship warm. Yeah. Never go to bed mad. Never go to bed mad. Take them out with you. Take them out with you on a day. If they need to. You know. And do their. And get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> get lucky and do their job for two sometimes. You know, like, get kids. Yeah. Understand that that is a full-time job, too. Yep. Never never just because you, you're bringing home the bacon think that you have some type of, me and my wife are equal. I may make the money, but our household runs for the herd. And so, that conversation needs to be reminded all the time of, this is our money, not mine. Like you can't do that kind of stuff if you want to be happy long term. I think eventually, one person starts feeling resentful and it gets True. negative. And this is something not talked about enough. I believe in door to door, and this is a big industry. Yeah, is how do you keep your personal life if you want to be successful, healthy? I guarantee that's what people are wondering right now. How do you work 60, 70, 80 hours a week? Um, when you guys were investing that 80 hours a week, when you guys first started in, in solar, um, did it take a toll on your wives then? Or was it or, or was it different now? Because you guys have kind of scaled back, haven't you, a little bit more and more, 60 hours a week? Yeah. Um, has that helped kind of going back? Or did it hurt you at first? Or did they understand kind of that that was needed in order to get started? I, I think it hurt, and it was yeah. really hard at first. Um, I think we've are trying to focus more on building now that we kind of feel like we, we're pretty good at the sales thing and we know yep. how to do that. We need to recruit, so there's a little more travel, and, we've, and yep. because of that, we've scaled back a little, but yep. I think it's just as taxing. Um, I, I just think we both had to implement, I know for me, I had to implement systems. There's there's a couple hours every night where not even like my reps, like the only people that can reach me in the world are like Bri and one of my other best friends. That's it. No one, no one else could call me, and I won't answer. And I, my attention is on her, and I'm focused on what can I do to help grow this relationship. And then it takes a lot of work from her too. You know, if she wasn't doing the same amount of work, then uh, I don't think any relationship could survive 80 hours a week all the time. I mean, <clears throat> I agree. It was, it was tough. I mean, a lot of prayer first of all, and a lot of just consistent and non-stop reminding of is this what we want yes okay so this is what it's going to take then there will be an ending site yeah I promise you you know and yeah if there's trust which is a foundation for any relationship while it's hard and while you're going to fight it's going to be hard sometimes that trust yep you just got to rely on lean on it you know <laughs> that's awesome yeah. you guys are awesome thank you thank so you. much how can we find you on social um instagram yep Seth.Granny on Instagram. Um, K.O. Breezy. So. Seth.Granny? Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
G-R-E-N-N-Y. G-R-E-N-N-Y. Okay. Rise at K-L-B-R-E-E-Z-Y. Yeah. L Breezy, I'm just looking it up because I don't go on Instagram as much as everybody else. Say that again. <laughs> K-L Breezy 88. K-L Breezy 88. Got King Lion Breezy 88. Yeah, we'd love to follow you more and uh, and keep up with the story. This is an incredible journey you guys have been on and I've uh, created a, a, a massive lid to be broken again. Yeah. Uh, and the pace that you did it at has just been incredible. And uh, we got a lot yet to learn from you too. And we appreciate you guys being on this show. And we appreciate you. And awesome. I'd say one last thing. I know this wasn't like a specific thing, but legacy, power, Without them, this would not be possible. They have been one of the best partners I have ever had, ever. So, no doubt. No doubt about that. that.